59% of security leaders believe that their current ransomware defenses are above average or superior. And yet 53% also say that they've been victim of ransomware attacks in the past year. This is but one of the results of the recently concluded ransomware response study. Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I recently spoke with Eduardo Cabrera, Chief Cybersecurity Officer at survey sponsor Trend Micro, to discuss these results and how to use them. Following is an excerpt of my conversation with Ed. Ed, thanks so much for joining me. No, thank you for having me. Ed, you've seen the survey results. I've gone through them in this webinar we've just recorded here. In what way do you find that the results validate or invalidate your own hypotheses as we went into this study? Tom, it, it validates a lot of the research we're doing around ransomware attacks, as well as the data that we're receiving from our customers. We've seen a marked increase in the amount of ransomware attacks, but also have seen some differences across the different sectors. One of the bigger validation points to highlight is that we see the biggest impact is on business disruptions. It's quite different than your traditional type of cyber attack, where intellectual property and brand reputation come into play. This type of attack is immediate and really has high consequences to organizations. Which of the results would you say maybe surprised you? I think the biggest surprise we saw is that one in five of those surveyed had been attacked more than 50 times a month, and that 74% of them were not sure that the attacks had ended. This is a huge increase in the frequency that we're seeing. And I found that, as we see, that a majority of respondents say that their ransomware defenses are above average or superior. Yet more than half say they also have been ransomware victims in the past year. Those seem like conflicting statements to me. What do you say that they tell us? It tells us there's probably too much trust in the traditional offenses against all attacks. And it also possibly highlights organizations' lack of understanding of the current ransomware threat. Ransomware attacks and the criminals behind them have been evolving for the last 10 years and have evolved even quicker with the introduction of crypto ransomware. Put it in perspective, we've seen a five-fold increase in the amount of crypto ransomware families we are detecting and blocking this year alone. In 2015, we tracked 29 families, and today we're tracking over 145 families since the beginning of the year. This tells us that ransomware and the criminal enterprise behind it is a real growth market. And cyber criminals are investing heavily in creating more capable, effective ransomware attacks. And that means network defenders must make those equal investments to protect their networks. And to get back to a point that you raised a few minutes ago, the ransomware attack frequency is higher than we might have expected at the outset of the survey. So what are your thoughts both on attack frequency and the vectors to which the attacks are coming? Tom, we're definitely seeing an increase in frequency, not only shown by the survey, but with the data that we have. What we're also seeing is similar vectors as other types of attacks. We see spam as the primary vector of these types of attacks, but we're also seeing these criminals and these criminal groups leveraging compromised websites and malicious websites to deliver the ransomware. 
We did a lot of self-analysis in here. We asked respondents about their own vulnerabilities, and they think that their own users are their biggest vulnerabilities. But what are your thoughts about their unpatched systems and when they lack appropriate backup for these systems? I think absolutely. I think a backup strategy is critical. We really espouse that organizations should really apply the 3-2-1 method. They should have three different backups in two different formats and one air-gapped. I think resiliency is really defined by not only speeding up detection, but it's also speeding up your patching. What we're seeing from the cyber criminal underground is that many attacks utilize exploits, exploit kits, and malvertisements to conduct a lot of these attacks. Almost all exploit kits today serve up ransomware or multiple ransomware families. Attackers know organizations have these challenges patching, and they exploit this process or lack of process. Ed, in your experience, where do you see organizations falling down in just their basic security posture to be able to ward off ransomware attacks? Unfortunately, a lot of the necessary changes ultimately are forced by organizations being breached. That usually drives the discussion and the necessary resources and improvements that are needed. Having said that, organizations need to become more proactive in their security strategy. They must take a holistic framework first approach and make vulnerability management and protection a critical part of their overall strategy. Ed, you talked a bit before about some of the trends that you have seen. How specifically have you seen ransomware evolve in this past year? As I mentioned earlier, we've seen 145 new families this year alone. And with each new family, we're seeing changes in tactics, not only in the actual ransomware itself, but in the delivery and the ways these cyber criminals are targeting organizations. They are singling out certain departments, such as HR and payroll, and it leads to better click-through rates with much more advanced attachments such as resumes and invoices. So they're improving their ability to create an environment also to scare their victims into paying the ransoms. So they're actually focusing in on the individual companies and organizations based on the data that they're seeing. We're also seeing an expanded customer service capability with each of these families. Some offer online chats, for example, to help victims speed up their payments and create processes for victims to pay in known currencies such as Bitcoin. This is a strategy for everything. We're also seeing an expansion of ransomware as a service coming from the criminal on the ground. And cyber criminals are coming together to create enterprise to provide end-to-end -end ransomware services, not only in malware and ransomware development, but also execution and payment. They're able to offer services to a much wider audience. This increased level of competition in the criminal underground is creating what we see now as an escalation in frequency and paying for these types of attacks. The bottom line that is it's turned into a pretty good business. Absolutely. This has become incredibly lucrative within the criminal underground, and it's one of those burgeoning criminal enterprises that has uh, taken over uh, within the criminal underground. So that's ransomware. In the same time frame, how have you seen organizations' response to ransomware evolve? A lot of organizations now are very aware of the threat because of what we're hearing on the news and because they themselves have been targeted. 
organizations still need a better understanding of the dynamic threat ransomware poses, but unfortunately they haven't gotten to the point of acknowledging the dynamic nature of this type of attack and adjusting their defenses accordingly. And throughout the survey, our respondents gave us lots of insight on what they're doing to prepare and defend against ransomware. But from your experience working with organizations, what would you say are the most effective elements of preparedness and defense? I think the top three highlighted in the survey, such as user education, backup and disaster recovery, and patching are a great start. But organizations also, as I said earlier, need to develop a framework from the top down that aligns their strategy against five basic strategic outcomes. That's identify, protect, detect, respond, and recover from these types of attacks. Now, how about some of the specific tools and skills? What do you think that organizations either need internally or need to get through third parties to be able to improve detection and response? Tom, you really need to have the right people, process, and technology in a layered connected threat defense strategy. It's more than just having the right tools in your security. You also need to be able to, to communicate and collaborate with one another. The right people and process also make a difference to be able to effectively create a strategic outcome that you want, and that's a more resilient and secure network for your users. And based on what you've learned this year, where do you recommend that organizations invest their ransomware defense resources in 2017? And as our survey shows, they're going to have resources. Each organization is different. They really need to establish a robust risk management strategy that really starts with understanding what is the most vulnerable data that they have and as well as the infrastructure holding that data so they can build that proper security solution and solutions around it. With ransomware specifically, having a gateway protection for email and web is critical as well as having a robust endpoint solution. Machine learning capabilities at the endpoint are critical going forward to make these types of investments pay off. Our security must be one step ahead of the ransomware as the latter continues to evolve. Yeah, just a handful of additional questions for you. One is, uh, you know, we, I don't think any of us predicted how ransomware would explode in 2016 and the, the types of variants that you're seeing. What ransomware trends might we expect to see in the next year? Like all cyber attacks, ransomware will continue to evolve. Individuals behind these attacks are evolving and their tactics as well. So what we'll see going forward is a move from static data being encrypted to live dynamic data being impacted, such as streaming services or any service that provides real-time data for their customers or their other business partners. Cyber criminals are going to pivot and apply the model they've created with traditional ransomware and migrate it to use against other platforms. Therefore, we need to think outside the box and try to understand what is critical to each of our organizations if impacted by some sort of ransomware attack. Now, Ed, i got to ask you the same question we asked the respondents up front, and we, uh, we enjoyed their answers. How do you respond to the question, should we ever pay the ransom? Tom, my answer is no. At the same time, I completely understand that a lot of organizations find themselves ill-prepared and have to or feel they have to pay to get their data back. 
because you go down the road of paying these cyber criminals, it does not necessarily mean that you're going to get your data back intact. There's a huge question of integrity of that data if and when you get it back. We're also seeing cyber criminal cruels within the underground. They're not releasing the data even after being paid. And bottom line, if organizations stopped paying the ransom, this would stop being a lucrative crime. Absolutely. And the other issue here is that you create a, a market and you've essentially told the world that you're willing to pay uh, ransoms and you're increasing the likelihood of additional tax going forward. And we've covered a lot of topics in our discussion here from defenses to response to the trends that you're seeing and the ransomware variants. It's an overwhelming amount of information. How do you recommend that our audience put these survey results to use in their own organizations to improve their defenses? I think they really need to take the survey and look at how they're positioned and look at ways to improve their gaps, right? They need to look at this threat and like any other threat and really evaluate the threats that they're facing but also the vulnerabilities that they have and how can they be better positioned and more resilient against these types of attacks. Very good. Ed, I appreciate your time and your insight. Thanks so much. No, Tom, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Again, the topic has been our ransomware response study. And I've been speaking with Eduardo Cabrera, Chief Cybersecurity Officer with Trend Micro. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.